Our reading is taken from Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 10, and I'm reading from the New International Version. Now a man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she get, got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe, and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her slave girl to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, go, she answered. And the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me and I will pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. May God bless this reading from his word. Well, welcome and really nice to be with you here, uh, even if it is online and not in person. But that doesn't matter, does it? Because at the end of the day, it gives me the opportunity to do something that a man has never been able to do, and that's to do two things at once to multitask. And so I'm very grateful for the opportunity. And I bring greetings to you from Albany Road Baptist Church and all the members there as we seek to serve God together, both in Bethel and Albany Road, uh, for the sake of this city. I want us to look at our topic for this season and this series, Unchained. And I want us to start here in Exodus chapter 2. Do you know, believe it or not, I have been in ministry now for over 30 years. I know it hardly seems possible, does it? I look so young, uh, but the truth is I started as a child preacher. And in all the time, one of the many things I've noticed is how many both in the church and in the world around us are walking with baggage and bondage. They're chained by their past, by their past hurts, by their past sins, by their past memories, by their past rejections, by their past guilt uh, that still impact their lives even to the present day. You may be one of them. It is so easy, isn't it, to pick up along the way baggage that is very difficult to lay down and let go of, that colours our lives. I remember years ago talking to a lady in the church that I then served, and she was in her early 70s, and she came to me one day in floods of tears and told me a story of something that had happened to when she was 13 years old. And she said to me, it has blighted the whole of my life. I wonder whether you find yourself in precisely that situation, something that has happened to you in the past that is still overshadowing you in the present and fouling up your ability to progress into the future. Well, if that's you, then this message and this passage are for you. This series is for you. 
It's for this reason that I'm grateful to Jonathan for inviting me to play a very small part in this wider series, and I wish him God's blessings as he takes a little bit of time in January off. As you look at the life of Moses, you will recognise that his life is framed by this one thing, that he is called to be both unchained himself and to unchain the people of God. Here in Exodus chapter 2 and verses 1 to 10, it's the start of his journey, isn't it? And as a consequence, it gives us so much that we can learn about how we walk out of our bondage into the freedom that Jesus Christ offers. You see, on the surface, this is about the steps that God takes to preserve the life of one baby in the midst of a time when it was very dangerous to be a baby Hebrew in Egypt. It looks like it's about rescuing him from the threat of death at the hand of Pharaoh. But far more importantly, it teaches us something about how we can be set free and be an agent of freedom in the lives of others. You see, this story is not just about Moses, it's about God's concern for his people and his determination to rescue them all, to send a deliverer, one of their number who will stand in their midst and lead them out of bondage. Our goal as Christian men and women in the 21st century is to play our part in God's plan for the rescue and redemption of all who we come into contact with, the part of the world in which we are set. So let's take a brief look at this passage and pull out the four things that I want to highlight for you in this particular message. The first one is this, with God there is no such thing as coincidence. With God there is no such thing as coincidence. Or to put it another way, God's timing is perfect. You see, God is in control of every situation and circumstance that we face in life. Somebody put it this way, nothing that touches you has not already passed through the hands of Almighty God. I think it was Paul Yonggi Cho, the pastor until his death of the largest church in the world, who when asked how prayer works said this, I don't know how prayer works, but what I do know is that when I pray, coincidences happen. Now that's an interesting statement, isn't it? Because it suggests that there is one who is behind all coincidence, all crossroads moments in our lives, all critical times when we can break free and break out. Here it's no coincidence that Moses' sister puts Moses in the River Nile at this particular place. And it's no coincidence that Pharaoh's daughter chooses this particular place to come and bathe, or that him hiding in the bulrushes does not hide him from her gaze and she sees the basket. Maybe she hears the noise of Moses crying. It's no accident in her mind and heart she that she was just in the right state to disobey her father and adopt the child. God's goal in all your struggles, in all your difficulties, is to bring you to the place where you can be unchained. He marshals circumstance to bring you to this place and this 
time. And who knows, today may be your day. It may be the moment and through this message when you find yourself unchained and set free because that's what God wants to do for you. Have you experienced or have an example of God's timing? What things can overshadow our ability to progress in certain areas of our lives? Here's the second point. Out of our crises comes his glory. Out of our crises comes his glory. Notice that God does not just rescue Moses, but in the process blesses him and puts him in a place where he can in turn be a blessing to others. The rescued becomes a rescuer and we are to be part of that process. As God frees us, we are to turn around and look to the freedom of others. You see, he not only becomes a member of the royal household, but he, he is returned to his mother to nurse, who is favoured with payment for what she would have done willingly out of love. When God sets us on the path to freedom, his goal is to not free us a little, but to bless us that we might free others, to bless us with abundance. Why is it important to praise God when things go wrong as well as when things go right? How can we focus on the blessings in a time of crisis? The third thing I want you to see is this. He is adopted and so too are we. We who deserve nothing are given access to everything. Him to the riches of Pharaoh's court, us to the riches of heaven. The question is, will we, do we live fully in the light of the favour of God that he has given to us in Christ? Sadly, the answer too often is that we don't. We continue to live in bondage when God would have us free. You see, you and I are made to be priests of the Most High God. We are made to be princes and princesses of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We have an authority that goes with an understanding of our identity. If you don't know who you are and whose you are, then you will never live in the freedom that God promises for you. Do you know who you are? And do you know whose you are, really, and are you putting it into practice? And then fourthly and finally, we come into the blessings through baptism. It's no coincidence that Pharaoh's daughter chooses to call him Moses, the name that he lived with for the rest of his life. You see, his experience in childhood and his name leave a lasting imprint on his purpose because his birth births him into a calling. It's a name which means 
drawn out of the water. Are you a Moses? Have you been drawn out of the water? Have you been baptised into Christ with water and the Spirit? Have you identified yourself with Jesus rising, being brought up out of the water into new life? Have you identified with him in his cross by dying to self, going down under the water and leaving behind the baggage that you have carried so long? Then maybe, if you haven't, it's time you did. Maybe 2022 is the year that you are baptised, either in water or, if you've already done that, in the Holy Spirit. Because God longs for you to die to self and rise in newness of life. And in a very real way, and yet a figurative way, that's precisely what Moses does. By being put in the basket in the water, he is being consigned to circumstance. Who knows where the basket may go? Who knows whether he'll survive, even under the watchful eye of his sister? But he is rescued. He is redeemed. He is made royalty. He is brought into freedom. And my prayer is that that may be true for you. What does it mean to die to self? Using that definition, look at your own life. What do you see? What does it mean to be baptised with water and the Spirit? Hope you found this helpful, hope it challenges you, and I hope 2022 may prove to be the year of blessing and growth and development as you are set free through this series by the Spirit of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for one another. We thank you, Lord, for Bethel, for the church that we are a part of. And we thank you, Lord, that you are the God who wants to doesn't want to leave us as we are, though you love us as we are, but you want to lead us forward into greater power, greater strength, greater courage, greater freedom. May we be unchained as a consequence of your word and your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.